Good morning, Christian America. It's another wonderful and glorious morning God has provided us. And this morning, I want to do something a little bit different today. I want to invite you on a journey that I'm trying to take. A journey into the New Testament and a journey into the stories of the Bible and the examples that it lays out for us Christian Americans today. And hopefully, uh, we can learn some things. We can be more spiritually enlightened and become better people at the end of this journey. So come on with me. So good morning, Christian America. Today I want to take you on my personal journey to examine some of the stories of the New Testament, some of the examples that are laid out in God's revelation for us. And determine or decipher what they mean in society today, what they mean to me, uh, possibly what they could mean to you, and what they mean uh, in how, how we interact in our society today, uh, both you know, uh, socially, spiritually, psychologically, and, and we'll see what we get into. Now, I'm going to start at Matthew chapter 3. Um, and the reason I'm going to start at chapter 3 is because chapter 1 essentially covers Joseph's lineage uh, back to David and his acceptance uh, into the role in which he's called to fill when uh, the angel comes to him and, and, and tells him that his beloved is betrothed to, uh, uh, or not betrothed, but his beloved is going to conceive a child that's not his own. And I want to talk to you about that, but I'm going to wait until Friday because it has to do essentially with men and the family. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to wait and hold off until focus on the family Friday and we'll delve into to Joseph specifically. Um, after that, chapter 2 goes on to the to the um, to the birth of Jesus Christ uh, and, and and the nativity scene which we all know pretty well um, I don't, I don't want to get into that necessarily so we're gonna start with chapter 3 and Matthew chapter 3 starts with John the Baptist and John the Baptist is um, as you read it I'm gonna read some of this for you uh, John the Baptist is 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 fulfilling a prophecy that was laid out prior you know thousands of years before Christ and before John okay and so it starts off by saying in those days John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea saying repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near this he has spoken uh, this he who was spoken of through the prophet Isaiah Right? So just like I said, Isaiah's prophecy was that there would be a voice of one calling in the wilderness, prepare the way for the Lord, make straight paths for him. Okay, and, and that's what John is, is essentially fulfilling, is an old time, Old Testament prophet uh, prophecy by Isaiah saying that there was, before the Messiah comes, there's going to be one in the wilderness alone calling out and preparing the way uh, for the Messiah. And, uh, and that was John. And like any uh, lone voice of, uh, that, that stands out in a crowd that goes against the grain, that goes against culture and society at hand, uh, there was great fear amongst those in power uh, against the dissenters, just like there is today. 
anywhere you go and there's a totalitarian regime, anyone who's speaking out against that regime, anyone who goes against the grain of, of what is perceived to be the, the normal thought um, in society is looked, looked on with skepticism and then, it, and then they are typically um, tried to be branded as an outcast as uh, in this in this day and age it would be a conspiracy theorist it would be someone who's uh, who's got mental problems or is crazy or or seeks to do harm and, and so that's what the powers that be typically do with somebody who stands out against the culture who runs counterculture to what the the orthodoxy of that time is and we see that today we see that today in a lot of various areas right because in our sense in 2019 the conventional wisdom of the quote-unquote elites or the educated uh, is that Christianity and religion is not it's not real it's not it's on its way out and that a, a a secular society, a more global society, a more integrated society on on grounds of trade and on grounds of uh, human rights and on grounds of, you know, global climate change and, and these these efforts in, in these various areas. That's that is the way of the future. And we are not we're no longer grounded or linked on religious lines or spiritual lines. Right. And so we see that today as people like you and people like I and, and the Christian American community that still stand strong and speak out on behalf of the Christian American nation, on behalf of family values, on behalf of life from conception to natural death, on behalf of the family unit. Those individuals that speak out in favor of them run counterculture to what the elites of the day think is right or wrong or or, or uh, that that run that they think that that's right or the way that everyone should be living so naturally those entities then turn against the christian american community and they try to demonize us as something that we're not and they try to make fun of us they try to mock us they try to criticize us and up until the point where that doesn't work and then we will be called we will be deemed as dangerous and so John, uh, John the Baptist is, is, is essentially the guy that you want to be, um, at least at this point in the Bible, because he's saying all the things that the people wish they could say. He recognizes the flaws. He recognizes the hypocrisy. He recognizes the corruption and the, the waywardness of his own society. And he's shouting out into the wilderness to repent from your sins and to make your you know make straight the path for Christ for he is coming and and he's baptizing people in the Jordan River and so uh, chapter 3 verse 7 says but when many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to where he was baptizing he said to them you brood of vipers you warned uh, who warned to flee who warned you to flee from the coming wrath produce fruit in keeping with repentance and do not think you can say to yourselves we have Abraham as our father I tell you 
that out of these stones God can raise up children of Abraham. The axe is already at the root of the tree, and every tree that does not produce good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Wow, right? Here, here are the, the leaders of society looking at John the Baptist. Baptize those uh, with water and preparing them uh, for repentance and preparing them for the coming Messiah, preparing them for Jesus who's right around the corner. And the he, he sees these leaders or quote-unquote leaders of their society. And what does he do? He recognizes their hypocrisy. He calls them a brood of vipers. He calls them hypocrites. Later on, you'll see that Jesus calls the same people hypocrites. He uses John's language. This is John laying forth the truth of what is to come and no matter what it takes um he that is what he's called to do that is what he's going to do because he recognizes that there's a greater reward uh in in the future for him after his own his own cross that that his own struggle that he has to bear um and i mean how great would it be how great would it be to to stand up to 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 your local uh, corrupted quote unquote leaders, leaders of your town, leaders of your state, leaders of your federal government, leaders of your church, leaders of your school, all of these entities, you know, leaders of the universities, leaders, quote unquote leaders of all these entities that have drastically diverted their mission of education their mission of help their mission of uh, of being run by with and for the people and standing there and telling these people that you were wrong that you've been doing it wrong that you're a brood of vipers you don't know what you're doing and and the reason you don't know what you're doing is because you're not living by because you're sinning and you're not repenting you have no repentance for the sins that you commit and you're leading our people astray but that's okay because one is coming behind me that's going to baptize you with the holy spirit and fire and that's what he says later on in 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 the chapter is that he's going to baptize you with the holy spirit and fire though one whose sandals i am not fit to tie and that is what we're called to do that could be what we're called to do today even though this takes place 2000 years ago all the elements that are in this story are in here today the leaders of our organizations the leaders of our institutions have been corrupted and they are non-repentant and they are leading us astray if we don't stand up like john if we don't stand up to the crowd and run run counterculture to this flawed way of thinking if we don't bring people back to christ if we don't lay the path if we're not the voice in the wilderness to speak out that Christ is coming and that Christ through his actions and, and, and living as he lived we will live a better society we don't need these people that are hypocrites to 
to be in charge of us, to lead us astray, because that's what they're doing. They're leading us astray. They're leading us in their own vision to, to enrich themselves, not to enrich the world, not to enrich our lives. They're, they're doing it for themselves. And John stands up to those people. He stands up to King Herod, and he'll pay the price eventually, but he stands there nonetheless because he knows that it's right. And when you're right in the eyes of God, then, you, then, then ultimately you're, you're not wrong. And you will be proven right. And so nobody, nobody knows what happens 10 years after this. Nobody knows what happens 20 years after this. Nobody knows what happens 30 years after this because history is a long time. And um, what we do know now, 2,000 years later, and billions of minds and hearts changed towards Christ. We have a long history of how right John was, of how right he was in standing up to those in power and preparing the way for Christ, letting everybody know this is how you, uh, this is how we will overcome the atrocities of today this is how we will overcome the sins that we've committed and we will continue to commit by repenting and truly transforming ourselves giving ourselves to the one who is to come who is the king of the world who controls uh, all of our destinies and i believe what this story is telling us it's providing a real world example it's a real world example of how to live, of what to do in order to prepare yourself for both the challenge that you will face because of it, but then the ultimate reward that you'll receive because of it. Isaiah lays that prophecy out as to say there will be a voice in the wilderness making making straight the path for the Messiah. And And that's okay in theory. That's, in, that's okay in theory. That's okay in prophecy and saying, hey, you know, this, this will come. But it's a completely different story. It's a completely different conception or, and understanding that we have once it actually happens. Once we see the example that John sets and standing up to his corrupted leadership and to his corrupted culture and is calling his brothers and sisters to repent for the sins that they've, that they've, that they've made and that they've done and, and prepare themselves for Christ who is to come. And hopefully, that's what, that's what we do. Hopefully, that's what you do. Hopefully, that's what I'm here doing. Hopefully, that's, that's what the rest of the Christian American community, the rest of the Christian American ministries, the rest of you know Christian Americans out there that want to see a better place that know that we are not on the right path that want to bring us back that want to make our paths straight that want to bring in uh, uh, set the stage for Christ to come back into our lives that should be the goal of what we're all doing um, and hopefully it is and hopefully it can be it, it will be accomplished but it won't be accomplished without the struggle that John will go through and after that Jesus comes to be baptized by John and John doesn't want to do it he says you know I don't need to baptize you you should be baptizing me but Jesus 
tells him, let it be so now. Right? Baptize me now. And then, and so John baptizes Jesus. I mean, what a, what a great, because of, because of what he's done and because of the example he's set and because of the, the, the noise that he's created, the Almighty comes to him and, and, and he has the blessing to then baptize Christ. Um, and so his, that, that is a, a, a one heck of a reward uh, for you know, his deeds. And then after he baptizes, you know, Jesus, uh, the heavens open, open, open up. A light uh, shines down, and a voice from the heaven appears like a dove, and it says, "You know, this is my son, whom I love. And with him, I am well pleased." Right? This is it's the story is letting you know this is setting the stage that John has been fulfilled this prophecy, his ancient prophecy, and that Christ is arrived here and. This baptism is just the beginning. And so when you're baptized, when you're born again, when you when you accept Christ as your savior, that's when the ministry begins. That is when your testimony begins. That is when you should be most energetic, more mo- most motivated, most dedicated. This is the beginning stages of what is to come. What is the adventure that lies ahead and you see that in Jesus you don't there, there's it's very vague before then it's very vague there's a couple stories about his childhood and uh, and, and, and some of the things that went on and being left in the caravan uh, and while he was in the temple teaching and we'll get to those later but the real the real message the real ministry of Christ was once once he was baptized and so once if you're baptized now and you're born again and you say that you are, um, now is the time for you to start your own ministry. And I don't mean ministry as in the commercial ministry. I don't mean ministry as an organization with a building and a church and a cross on top or, or anything like that or members and fees and dues or anything like that. I mean, your ministry is how you how you work and how you live and how you dedicate what you do throughout your day and how you live your life right and how you raise your kids to profess their faith in Christ and how you stand up like John stood up to the corruption that you see around you and you ask for repentance and you and you're not silent on these issues that's what I think this this story means it's what it means to me hopefully it will mean something similar to you uh, and whatever you take from it uh, I hope that it's on it, that it has to do with with Christ and Christ's love and the right way to live and and how to uh, none of us none of us are Christ right none of us are Christ none of us are Jesus none of us have that much power and that much grace but neither was John but that didn't stop him from 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 his legacy lasting 2000 years as well and is always known as the one who prepared the way for Christ, the one who baptized Christ. His his legacy will never die either. And it's because he did what's right, and because he listened, uh, uh, and and because he paid the way, he paved the way for Christ. And hopefully, you and I can pave the way for Christ also. And maybe our name, if done correctly, our name or our work will outlive us 
and to our kids and to our grandkids and 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 for generations to come um through that and so with that ladies and gentlemen have a good day um hopefully you think about this hopefully it wasn't too long hopefully that you got something out of it and then if you do get something out of it or uh you have anything to contribute or you have any thoughts leave us a comment on the facebook page on uh youtube uh anywhere that you that, that, that you see the video uh we we recommend or uh we're, we're more than happy uh to, for, for you guys to leave your comments and your ideas um, I, again I read every single thing that you that you put all the likes all the shares all the stuff I try to respond back to you know w w when I can and um, that's the only way we're gonna grow this community it's the only way we're gonna live out the the values and the and and and, and push forward the agenda of, of Christ here in America and, and, and our American Christian American friends so with that um, I'll let you go uh, don't forget that you can if you can always contribute to the cause and become a billboard of Christ by going to ChristianAmericanTees.com. That's ChristianAmericanTees.com uh, and pick up some Christian American gear. It's cold out there. I got a nice sweater, uh, a sweatshirt on right now. I think it looks great. If you like it and if you're interested in something like that, ChristianAmericanTees.com. That's ChristianAmericanTees.com. And you can go pick some of those up. Thank you. Uh, have a blessed day.